Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. We've got our buddy from across the world, Kirsty Moore. G'day, mate. How are you? You're leaving for a beach weekend. And where I am, it is fall, y'all. And fall is, I mean, I know some people. Fall, y'all. Some people are talking about, you know, they're in Texas and other warmer places and it really doesn't feel like fall, but here in Wisconsin, it feels like fall for sure. Right. Yeah. But you're just heading into, are you heading into your summer now officially? We, well, we're in spring. Wait, I'd have to figure this out yesterday. Summer, autumn, winter. Yes, we're in spring and I'm a toddler. I literally just did that on my fingers as well. Um, and then, yeah, so we're on our way into summer. So it's starting to heat up and it's really nice. It's it's so, like sort of muggy tropical in Melbourne. Um, but, yeah, I'm going away for the weekend, debauchery on the horizon, I hope, with a bunch of girls. And we're all single and we're all, you know, of a certain age. So we're going to rip it up. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm going to live vicariously through whatever pictures you allow yourself to post. Oh God! After watching um, OC, thank you. Oh God! After watching OC, I was like, "Look, I'm mildly terrified, but also excited." Okay, let's actually talk. Let's just get right into it because you're okay, talking yeah, about going on a girls' trip. Would you, on a girls' trip, uh, ever see the likes of a Kelly, Shannon, Tamara, Vicky, the whole shit show that was OC <laughs> on this girls' trip? And then we get Dallas this past week. Which was oh my also God. insane. These, these crazy, crazy gals. We're living kind of in great times, though, that we're getting action, at least from these shows. Absolutely. The OC, I was, like, taking notes like a mad woman. I was so excited. It was, like, old school OC. And it was just enough Vicky. I mean, Kelly lost her freaking mind. I have a theory that she was super anxious about Vic, like Vicky's appearance and so she was just fueled with adrenaline and that's why she was you know like talking about ding-dongs and you know and whacking people and she was just like kind of like a shit show and then as soon as Vicky came it was like all the adrenaline and life like flooded from her body and her face did you notice her face drop Mm -hmm. And what was going on with Vicky's face in the bedroom when they kept panning to her? <laughs> Kirsty, seriously, I, mean, I was like, is she hissing? Is she growling? Is she yodeling? Is she Is she having a stroke? And we need a do we need to call someone? <laughs> I... <laughs> do we need to throw a towel over her head and wheel her out? Look, I think that would have been preferable. The cameras kept panning to her, and it was hilarious to me that they did this on purpose because was she was so just good. making the weirdest mouth movements and staring. And I'm like, oh, how the mighty have fallen, though. I mean, Vicky's locked in her room. She's grounded during the fight. But for me, yeah, she's sent to her room. Tamara's like, nah, you're staying in there. But the, but the best thing for me was, like, she can give good face like none other. She wasn't saying a word. She was just expressing. And she's like, well, if they're going to kick me out, I'm going to I'm gonna work this camera as best as I can. And she did. And I was so proud of her. You're so <laughs> proud of your OG. Okay, let's backtrack, though. Let's backtrack. So they're at the Miraval Resort in, is it Scottsdale, Oof. Arizona? Oh, I don't know. I just love Arizona. I always, like, maybe that's not a thing. But as an Australian, I'm like, oh, that's how it sounds on TV, like Arizona. 
Oh my god. Good mouthfeel. That's right. It does. So I actually go there every spring because my sister-in-law and brother-in-law live there. And of course, we don't go to Miraval. We just go to like an old Ugh. retirement community. And we have a ball, Good. by the way. Yeah. That's better. I would rather hang out with retirees than these bunch of like cult leaders. It was scary. I'm not into this kind of thing. Like I love health and wellness. I'm all for it. But I could not be in that space with a group for oh my like, god. like on lockdown. You know what I mean? It was kind no. of giving me anxiety. And Kelly was very much like, I would compare her to kids I've taken on field trips before. Like, <laughs> Yes. She's like an ADD kid. Yes. And I've been like, you know what? Just be respectful. The speech is going to be over in a little bit. I know you're not into the farm show, <laughs> but, you know, like, let the person introduce their cow and how to take care of a cow or whatever. And they're like, introduce their cow. <laughs> it totally. But it's like, I expect that out of a 16 year old. You know what I mean? Who's like, oh, yeah. my God, like trying to make jokes about cow shit or whatever. And you're like, farmers are serious like come on this is hard work like that's how I saw Kelly I'm like she's on a field trip and she can't take it she can't take the learning she can't take the the seriousness of it she's way too (laughs) immature for this field trip it's so true she's she is a prepubescent 15 year old boy oh my god it's amazing that is so so true right hitting people on the head when you know during a serious moment getting kicked out of class i don't hate her like some people do i no i love her i think she's brilliant you love her okay I love her, but I, but I do think that she's, you know, completely inappropriate and just a horny teenager in a, in a 45-year-old woman's body. Um, but, like, I would have laughed the first time. She was like, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> I'm like, all right, <laughs> that's kind of lame. But I love, like, awkward jokes. I find them hilarious. But the 15th time, I would have been like, all right, you need a, you need a chill, girl. Yeah, but you can't put a bowl over Shannon's head and expect everyone to stand around and think it's like a really, you know, zen experience. Now, hitting her on the head was stupid and immature. That's I would basically chalk up Kelly's behavior from A to Z as stupid and immature. (laughs) Is she trying to give people concussions? Is she trying to hurt people? No, she's not. And of course, Shannon, though egged on by Tamara, who's like, my ex-husband had spinal fluid linking from his brain when he hit his head one time. I'm like, shut up, Tamara. Is that even a thing? I mean, scientifically, I don't think that's possible. I don't think it's scientifically possible that Tamara's ex-husband had a brain if he was married to her. But I mean... Right? True. They, She knows exactly how to get in there and make the biggest hypochondriac of the group, who is Shannon, (laughs) feel like she's going to die. And so, of course, they go to the hospital. They also, I think, my theory is, like, the Orange County women have to have someone go to the hospital every single trip. It's so boring. I know. We know that there's never going to be, you know, something seriously wrong. And you're right. And Tamara's always either the one in hospital, but usually the sidekick. And it's I'm just I'm just done with it. I'm a hypochondriac, too. And if someone told me my spinal fluid was going to, like, shoot out from my ears, (laughs) I would want a CAT scan as well. But, I mean, Shannon, Shannon is just such a buzzkill. I know, but I loved how Kelly was like, oh, she's probably over there right now saying she has a concussion going to the hospital. And then they would show Shannon getting in the Uber, going to the hospital. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This They could not have scripted this. 
And then Kelly calls her and, like, you think, oh, maybe she's going to apologise, you know, just try and make it nice before they come home. You know, just even if you don't believe the words, just you know you have to say them because you're an adult and you're on camera. And then she's like, I called it! I knew it! Like, starts abusing her on the phone again. It was amazing. It was pretty amazing. It totally was because as soon as Tamara picked up the phone, Kelly's voice is literally saying, what the fuck is wrong with you, Tamara? wild that's an opener if i ever heard one you oh you literally click the hello on your phone what the fuck is wrong with you tamra and then she's like oh what did she get knock some sense into her what do they decide she's a screw loop i mean she just went nuts oh. to the point where tamra who thinks she's a really good person in an argument you know she thinks she's like the badass bitch she had to just click like hang up because there was nothing she could say and she- well you couldn't even get a word in i love the fact that kelly is just a mac truck who does not have reverse you cannot no. get her to go in reverse and she's going down a hill and you just have to like run for the yeah. run for the hills she'll just double down she is coming and she only picks up speed the crazier that you accuse her of being you know what i mean yeah at the fact that she then hit she- gina though people are talking about that she was like i only hit her like this and then hit her on the head <laughs> that was wild what did you think about that I thought, like, she hit her hard, first of all. Like, it, was, it wasn't it was like a little – she hit Shannon hard, and she replicated it hard. And I, I really felt for Gina um, because I can I – can, when I see Gina, I viscerally feel her pain because I have felt that exact same pain. Like, it's very reminiscent. I can see, you know, even her dressing up and trying to look nice in the – uh, talking heads and looking like she's been crying all night. She's kind of bloated from excessive drinking. She is a total fucking mess. I feel her. And I, you can see she's on edge. She gets handed a, a rock and thinks it's going to heal her and starts crying. Like, I get it. I've been there because you're just, like, in desperation. Yeah. So if somebody had hit me on the effing head, I would have flipped my lid she is so good that she just got up and walked away because if the cameras weren't there, if she didn't have a you know a court order coming her way, I mean, if that were me, I would have charged. <laughs> I would have lost it. You know what? I, I agree with you. I agree. And also what we've come to find out since and that Gina's husband has um, been charged on being physically abusive. He's been charged, has he? Wow, yeah. I heard rumors I didn't know he'd been charged. So, exactly. So, you know, she's probably had trauma flashback. Exactly. That's the first thing I thought. And I don't know if people yeah. were commenting about that, but I was like, not that any of these women knew that, but Kelly needs to learn to keep her hand, fucking hands to herself also. Like, she, it's just a normal human behavior that you should keep right. your hands to yourself. And if someone hit me in the head, though, I would... uh I would have a reaction, too. I would have a reaction. With the Shannon thing, I wouldn't. With the Shannon thing, I don't think I would, because it would be like, oh, my God, you're just such a tool. I can't believe you hit this bowl on top of my head. Like, fuck off. But when she did that to Gina, that seemed a 100 times worse to me. I mean, I agree. It was unnecessary. Like, they were all there. We all saw you make a mistake and think it was funny. With the Gina thing, it's a reenactment and it wasn't needed. You know, like, she could have even just... If she needed to do something, she could have just kind of done the action and not actually hit her. 
And the other thing that annoyed me about Kelly was that she came in, she saw Gina crying, and she will apologize and she will mean it. Kelly will. But the fact that she was like, oh, well, I didn't know she was going through all this stuff. I didn't know I had to be kind because she was going through stuff. Bullshit. Just assume everyone is fighting a battle that you don't know about. Like, just practice kindness. Right. And she does know she's going through stuff. She does well, know it. She, not? she was saying yeah, it before. Exactly. She's like, her life is a disaster. And then right. 10 minutes after she apologizes to Gina and she's like, I'm really sorry. I was just joking. Like, da da da. And they're like, okay, let's go drink again in the dark with no lights. I mean, this whole place is like American horror story. There's oh, no lights man. anywhere. And then it turns into like, well, you're not an accomplished woman and blah, blah, blah. Oh. And like, what she, was that? I don't know. I'm just like, oh, God, stop. And Kelly starts making herself look like the royal asshole again because mm-hmm. she says, mm-hmm. well, I'm accomplished. I've owned 10 houses. I have millions of dollars. And it's like, what have you accomplished, Kelly? Like, I think your water is in right. Target, maybe. Like, congrats. But other than that, you've <laughs> married people who have bought you things. Like, I don't know what. I want Walmart. I want Target. I want whatever other places exist. See, I think that stuff's funny, though. I think that's... That was funny, but imagine being there. You'd be like, ugh. It'd be so uncomfortable. Totally. Totally. Here's the thing. We are talking about Kelly because she is the most interesting thing going on. And right. she is doing what Andy Cohen says a good housewife has to do. You have to love to hate them in their bad moments. And then you have to love them sometimes for their vulnerable moments. And I think Kelly accomplishes that. People can hate her. And I hated her in many moments. Not hated her, but I was like, oh my God, she is disgusting in this moment. And then I'd be like, but I still, you know, I still want to see more of her. Absolutely. And so she doing the housewife game like no other on that show right now and I think they are all pissed off about it oh she well exactly and especially because honestly like all of my notes for this episode were around Kelly right and and she I cannot look away from her I have hated her when she first jumped on the scene then I'm like oh you know what she's kind of a cool girl like I completely flip flop with her all the time, but I'm always fascinated by her. She is uh, she is one of the um, the housewife legends in my eyes, and it's scary for Tamra. It's scary for Shannon because these girls are they they want to be the OGs. Right, Vicky's gone. Um, there's a kind of a, a, a spot open for top dog, and Kelly's kind of in the lead for it. In my and she opinion. doesn't even have to try. She just already was that person. She's just got the right combination of mental illnesses and it's working for her. <laughs> You're so right. It's so sad to say that. But Oh, did you see her on Watch What Happens Live? Look, I, I didn't. I haven't seen it yet. But um, Shelly on my pod this week filled me in on the nutso show that was Kelly. And I honestly, like, even, I, I don't even know if I can watch it. Because even just hearing about it made me, my skin crawl. It was so uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. It, Megan McCain and Kelly Dodd are on together. I don't know who thought this would be a good idea. <laughs> An idiot or a genius or both. Right? Yeah. It was an entire shit show in a bottle. And apparently it was Kelly's birthday also, because then she was posting all these pictures on Instagram later. So she had like an entourage of 12 people waiting in the wings. I mean, she was completely out of control. Which if you've ever been 
I was going to say, if you've ever been to a filming uh, event, you know, they film it so it looks like it's a big audience. Generally, there's no more than, you know, 25 people in a, a screening audience. Like, that's, she would have been filling the place up. Oh, right. I think they were probably all backstage waiting for her, like, in her special room. But she <laughs> had, like, half the audience there with her. Yes. And so right. it was the Kelly show, and she was just screaming stuff like, what happened in Ukraine? Tell me the story. I mean, it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, stop talking. This is why people think I'm an idiot, because I watch these shows. Oh, man. Okay, so I got to ask you before we move on to Dallas, just for a few minutes, what do you think of Bronwyn? Um, boring win, as Vicky would call her. Look, I, I'm not really, I'm intrigued. I don't, I'm, I try not to um, hate the new girls, but I think I am more of a Shannon. I'm kind of protective, uh, but I love a new girl. I love mixing it up, but I am always like, hmm, I'm dubious of you. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I find her Teddy-esque in the way that her anxiety is palpable to me and jumps off the screen and gives me anxiety. And I, I really don't like that. Thank you for saying that. That's exactly how I feel. And I haven't put right. words to it. You just did that for yeah. me in this moment. That's exactly how I feel. And I have Do a you feel really that? strong reaction to her scenes with her mother. Like, I cannot stand it mm. it makes my skin crawl yeah it's so dark and i just feel like oh it's just like so yeah. not entertaining to me no it's hard to watch i don't know who she is and she i reckon she like in a couple seasons time she'll be one of the girls that turns around and is like i used to be meek and blah blah but now i've found my voice and i reckon she's learning like it looks to me the way she speaks it's as if she's in therapy right now and maybe we're not seeing it but i think she's trying to do a lot of growth and like this is her chance to you know try to push her boundaries a bit and you can see her trying to talk to her mom and her mom's just like oh look at me yeah her mom's like what i dropped off at bars what do you care who cares oh, like i'm wearing man. my crazy outfit her she's like what it was just a little bit of cocaine what's the problem she triggers me on every level and Bronwyn's anxiety is it's too much like my own anxiety for me to yeah. feel comfortable watching her and she's also exactly. pretending to be something she's not and yeah yeah I hate all that I can feel all of that it makes me annoyed um but I do think her story is interesting um, and I and I do think, yeah, I think she'll evolve. And when she becomes more real and vulnerable, I will appreciate that. But right now I haven't seen it. And it just is, is it makes me yeah, uncomfortable to watch her. Her little chalkboard actually pushed me over the edge. What was what what, what is what is happening? <laughs> her chalkboard with like. The um, ever-changing word art that she can put on it, like live, laugh, love, what happens in Vegas. Zen time, I was like, I want to take that chalkboard and pull an Anne of Green Gables like, over Gilbert Blythe's head and break it over your head. And I know, I don't know if you know that reference, but it's my favorite story of all time. But I was like, somebody needs to break that thing right over her head. Well, she's like, look at me. I'm I'm the funny gal. I'm like, oh, girl. It's too much like Shannon, who's like, hey, I'm going to get dressed up in costume, ladies. It's like, please, <laughs> please don't. <sighs> okay, lastly on them, Gina and Emily are at odds. Mm. I think Emily is pulling, I mean, Gina is pulling like, I want to be with the cool girls. It's a very mean girl situation. And I read that Brian Moylan in his Vulture recap described Gina as being like Janice Ian. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. 
basically they were all laughing at the mean girls before and now Gina has gotten sucked into that camp because they're being nice to her you know and so she's being left behind she's getting Janice and it's not cool I think Gina's being a piece of shit for doing that but Emily's marriage is of more concern to me Oh, Shane is the worst house husband we've ever seen. Ever. Honestly, ever. And I, I just think he, he, I mean, it, it, he hates her. And it reminds me, like, I've only ever said that about Katie and Schwartz from Vanderpump Rules. And if they stay together, that is what they're looking forward to. Like, it is heartbreaking to watch. He vehemently hates his wife. And I believe and I've said this before on my pod and no one seems to agree with me but I believe he's cheating on her because he won't even hug or kiss her on camera you know like you think that if you're cheating on someone you might just like you know you would try a little bit to you know pretend that you still like this person but he I this is my mindset he is too afraid of this new girl seeing the footage and leaving him or getting annoyed or whatever, but he can't even kiss her on camera and it's heartbreaking to watch. I don't know. That's my prediction. We'll find out that there is someone behind the scenes in, a, you know, by, by, by next season. So you think this will be like Shannon 2.0, Shannon and David? I, I, I do. I, that's what I'm thinking. I almost just, I'm, just fell over a cord. <laughs> almost like face planted. <laughs> getting so worked up talking about Shane. Ooh, I'm like, I'm walking by my pacing because I'm just like, I can't sit down talking about that horrible man. Brian over on Vulture, he also called him. I wrote it down because I was like, this is the best description of Shane I've ever read. He said, in walks Shane, a half-crushed sandcastle of a man. (laughs) I was like, that's exactly what he fucking looks like. Thank you, Brian Moylan of Vulture. That's so good. I love Brian. I love the highbrow insults that he throws. I mean, if you guys aren't reading the Vulture recaps that Brian Moylan writes, you must. They are just the absolute best. They're like literary. Okay, so let's talk quickly about Dallas and then I'll let you go. This is just going to be a short episode today, you guys. But I got to ask you about uh, Cameron because my feelings have changed on Cameron wildly from the past seasons to this. I'm like digging her big time. I think she's hilarious all of a sudden and I'm questioning everything I ever thought I knew about myself. <laughs> I I love her. I always thought she was like the worst person ever. Um, I'm obsessed, <laughs> but I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with the way she speaks. I'm I, I'm obsessed with her skin, her like lanky arms, her tiny husband. The way she speaks to her children is just the same way that she speaks to the ladies and everybody. Like it's so. She's just she's magnetizing for me, whether that, you know, her relationship with Leanne, everything about her. I'm just like, wow, wow, wow. And then she goes and pulls like a Dorit playing beer pong and pisses in a bush. And I'm like, yes, girl. Like I think, and the fact that Carrie, this new girl is saying that uh, Cameron is the most real girl there out of all of them. Carrie is a pretty chill chick. She's like the Denise of the OC and I, if she's saying this girl's chill, I'm like, oh, well, maybe she is kind of real. And this is just, there are people that you look at. And I have had, I've crossed paths with many of these people in my time, not many, a few, where you think, oh my God, they are so fake. And then you get to know them and you know them for years and they've never changed. And they just are that way. That's true. And they, yeah. they just come, they just seem, they're just really, really 
that doesn't necessarily mean nice or whatever, but they just are that kind of, you know, that, that strange facade. It seems like a facade, but it's just. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've worked with people like that. I think, oh my I God, totally. Her. I've worked with people who I'm like, that is not who you are particularly. And I know there are probably some of my teaching friends listening to this. And for that, I apologize, but with sometimes, you. <laughs> sometimes with teachers, I found that I was like, oh, is that like your teacher personality or your real personality? Right. And some people it's like the same. Yeah, and then you go out of a night out and you see them out of their out of their work element. They're exactly the same person. They're exactly the same person. And I'm like, wait, I thought that was just who you are when like you had minors around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the just they're, they're like, you're not fake. This is just who you are. Like, good for you. I'm just have a trucker mouth off duty, and so I can't have that yeah. here. Well, I have seventeen personalities. And yeah. I never know which personality is going to rear its ugly head that day. So honestly, I mean, that's probably why it's so shocking to me. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Which personality are you going to take with you on the trip? Are you going to take a bundle oh, just in gosh. case you need Look, a few? It's morning here and podcasting always puts me in a good mood. So I'm hoping I can carry out some of this, you know, trashy, trash talk, girly uh, happiness with me throughout the trip. But look, I mean, who knows? It's four day, four girls, three days. I'm sure there's going to be lots of tears. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait to hear all about it. Well, don't throw a napkin at anyone. If you do a cartwheel, make sure your underwear match your bra. There are some, t- you know, it's like we should write a little etiquette book, things we learned from the housewives this week. That's a great, we could, we could write an entire book about it just this week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't, if you, if you need to flip a table, but there are many steps you can take before you get to that before point. Before that, all right. Yes. Okay. Don't put a <laughs> bowl you on your that. head and expect not to get waxed. <laughs> well, that was the most ridiculous thing. I, I mean, we've, we've talked about it already, but standing in a giant bowl and putting a small bowl on your head. What are you doing? What like what is happening? How is that healing? No, I mean it's look, it's each to their own, but that's stupid, and you're an idiot. What was up with the bowls this week? I mean, there was the bowl with Shannon standing in a bowl, bowl on her head, and then all the women in mm. Dallas went on to that beautiful house that Carrie's husband's family oh, owns. Gorge. But then they walked to like a giant bowl and sat in a bowl. I'm like, what's happening with bowls? Is there is this are, we, are bowls having a moment? It was life changing. Oh, and Cameron. <laughs> This is so good. She's just like, everyone's crying. Everyone's emotional because they're sitting in this giant bowl. And she's like, I feel the same. She goes, I feel the same. And I was like, I love you. That's who she is. (laughs) That's the moment I was like, yeah, that's just, that's, that's you, isn't it? No matter what happens in her life, she's just like, yeah, I feel the same. She's just like, (laughs) I'm not into this and I'm not going to pretend that I am. Bye-bye. Oh, my God, girl. Okay, well, tell people where they can find you on social media and remind them of your podcast again and what you cover. Okay, so my podcast is called Reality TV and Me. Uh, basically, anywhere, you know, you, you get you get your good pods, um, Apple, Apple Pods, Google Play, um, all that shabiz. And I am on Instagram. Uh, my personal one is Kirsten Moore underscore music, but the... Um, the reality TV podcast one is the same name, just at reality TV and me send me DMS chat to me. I'm a nice gal, despite the way I speak about <laughs> these women. <laughs> You're the best. I love talking and it's to you. Really fun. I love doing this show. I love talking to people that are fans so yeah, check it out. Me too. And we are going to be doing more in the future guys. We're thinking of other things to cover because Kirsty and I, um, 
Because we love each other. We love each other. We're sending our heart emojis across the miles. And so, yeah, we're going to we're gonna be doing some fun stuff in the future. But anyway, have a fun girls trip. Don't get hurt. Oh, my gosh. Don't hurt others. Keep your hands to yourself. Have a blast. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Chat soon, babe.